entertained here. <laughs> you just missed the conversation that we yeah, just had. Yeah, you missed this conversation. Hello, welcome to the pod, Charles Seneca. Presented by the Prince Charles Cinema. My name is Jonathan Foster, and with me every week is my co-host. Ariana Nancy Fritchie. My daughter. Hello. Hey guys, welcome to the Patrol Cinecast. This welcome. is this is uh yeah. This is the first episode of a brand new podcast. <laughs> We've got uh some cool stuff coming up, some awesome guests. Um we're <laughs> yeah, gonna be we talking about this cool place that we work at called the Prince Charles Cinema uh-huh. and its program. Yeah. Um this is a reboot. Sorry guys, you you expected us to keep going with the old tired stuff but man yep. we're rebooting this yep. stuff this week this is a rehash exactly, morty <laughs> no sorry uh how's morty. it going harry <laughs> back to where we were back to where we let's were. get some of this in though oh oh pop pop yeah shout out magnitude ASMR, yeah Today so, on the podcast, we are tasting. Uh, well, well, I'm John is tasting Hackershaw Calabir. Hackershaw Calabir. You can get it at the bar, and you can save a pound on it using your membership. Eh? Yeah, that's what I did. And you can watch one of us pour it gratuitously into a plastic cup. Yeah, because we don't allow glass in the screen. Good, good, yeah. Good rule plug there, this Ari. Good, well yeah. done. Good job. <laughs> How's it going this week? How you doing? Um, <laughs> it's been an interesting week. I'm exhausted. I feel like I'm tired every time I do, like, you check in on me, but it's cool. It's a good tired. I've been really yeah. busy this week. Like, I feel like I haven't stopped, but I will stop. I will have a break. Yeah, you've been really busy uh, doing some stand-up, stand-up this yeah. week. Yeah, I had, like, I was meant to have four shows, but I canceled one because I was feeling a bit poorly, and I just decided to hang out with my mates. So, cool. um, yeah. So, yeah, I did three gigs, and then... Uh, doing some social media stuff that's pretty non-stop mm-hmm. but it's cool what else been working here <laughs> working hard for the money hard for the money it's been all right how have you been jonathan yeah S- similar um yeah you've been doing of, stand-up i've been standing up you know <laughs> been standing stretching up a, a little bit and then yeah. sitting right back down <laughs> yeah no, just been getting ready because i'm like I mentioned last week, I'm going mm. to Scotland, so it's just uh, you know for a holiday, and it's yeah. gonna be um, that's nice. It's just crunch time, you know. Yeah, you get ready tight. for yeah. holiday. You got a lot of stuff to do. Yeah. Um, you know, I got one of these fun jobs where you know no one really particularly steps in, mm. and I have to do a lot of work, work before ahead of time. Like, yeah. yeah, including this podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not gonna stop us. I've been told by people close to me that maybe hey you could take a break one week and i'm oh like nah God, man nah. we're going for the 52 yeah we're doing this yeah. we're doing this we put somebody ourselves- said that to me earlier this week <laughs> <laughs> did they <laughs> yeah it's like you could take a break you know and i'm like yeah. huh what's that um i mean we can leave it up to the listeners yeah uh, do you want us to take <laughs> do, you, do you want us to take a break for the sake of our own physical health just tweet at us at the PCC podcast, podcast. Or, or email us or email us at podcast at prince.cinema.com. Should we take a week's break? Mm. And I probably won't listen to you because I'm stubborn and I kind of like doing this podcast. Yeah. So I hope you say don't take a break because we like our entertainment weekly. And also, that's what we're giving you, yeah. damn it. A weekly podcast. Weekly podcast. <laughs> Oh, so the all week the shite in this world. Is the week this comes out? No, this is the week before your birthday this comes out, right? Well, it's the week of my birthday. The week of your birthday. Okay, yeah, so, so when this, this episode comes out, week. when this episode comes out, please um, just tweet 
Jonathan at Tall for All and the PC podcast. Tell them happy birthday because it's yeah. a big year. Although the next the next week's episode technically would be we, the day on, before, the my before your birthday. birthday. But because we come out on a Wednesday yeah. and it covers the week that my birthday follows in, this is my birthday week's episode. Woo! Yeah, turn. I've taken over this week's podcast. Yeah, which that's I normally, why he has I, a beer. I kind of normally um, do anyway. Do anyway, yeah. don't I? Like, yeah, because I'm just here. Yeah, I'm, I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can go ahead and get into it. Yeah. Uh, this week at the Prince Charles Cinema, we are talking about Friday the 16th of August. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got some fun stuff this week. Uh, on Friday, which is my like pick, a, yeah, you got this pick as well. Yeah. Nick Cage triple, triple feature. Yeah, it's The Rock, Con Air, mm-hmm. and Face Off. Yeah, man, iconic. What, what a lineup! What a lineup! I actually kind of wish it wasn't on the same. Uh, it'll start, I think, at the same time as my ultimate pick this week on the same day. But mm. I'll save that. But I'm sorry, Mr. Cage. I'm going to have to skip out on your triple feature, but you know, if you don't like the idea of what my pick is, then you have You have the you have option the to, go to, to go to my to pick. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock, Conair, and Face Off. We're going to a cage thing tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We are. We're going to see uh, Mandy. Mandy and, and Wild, Wild, Wild at Heart. Yeah. What a lineup. What a lineup. Happy Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can kind of just do any Nicolas Cage films and you can just say, hmm. <laughs> What a lineup. What a lineup, yeah. No, I love The Rock to pieces. It's actually <laughs> one of my favorite films. It's so funny. The last time I saw it, I saw it here. And the thing I came away with is that I forgot how how some of the lines are just really like cheese ball. Yeah, yeah. And Sean Connery. Sean Connery is really... fucking crazy. <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> but um, the next day, I just remember getting messages being like, um, you want to know who killed JFK? Because that was a line in the <laughs> film and it was so out of context that it was just perfect. Oh man, this is getting a little too real because like I thought I was going to Oh God, oh right, you were going <laughs> to... Yeah, thanks Ari. <laughs> That's my fault, yeah. I'm so sorry. I was so happy that Ari showed up. Like I've been at the cinema for about like an hour and then a half. I'm sorry, so. I've had a day. I've had a really intense day. <laughs> yeah. I've been here waiting in my office just like scour- scouring the internet for something to keep me busy. Jonathan has not had a good Twitter day. Yeah, and the the Twitter today, my God. Twitter today has been yeah. wild. So some, some uh, notable prisoner has died mm-hmm. <laughs> and twitter has turned into the biggest conspiracy uh, fuck i don't even know what to call it like <laughs> this is really bothering yeah, you i can tell it's nuts twitter's like Go gotten on. like they've really created the dumpster fire today on twitter sorry twitter is a dumpster fire yeah, but i know they've they've gone beyond they've yeah yeah I, it no longer is it's you know yeah. it's no longer keeping the homeless warm <laughs> it's just um, it's just like it's know, out of control. Yeah, burning it's a, the alley yeah, down. We need to call the fire brigade. It's a forest fire. It's now. a f- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a forest fire now. Yeah. Uh, let's get back to what's on this week. Um, Ghost World and Ghost Dog Ooh. on Monday. What a cool! That's a cool like a ghost, ghost double, double bill. bill? <laughs> yeah. I, I asked Paul. Shout out Paul. Shout out Paul. We got I, him in there. I asked him if he did that on purpose, and I can't remember if he said yes or of not. But um, Ghost Worlds, which we did an episode on, yeah, so with go Caroline. back, go back, to episode Caroline. five, and I think Caroline's going to come back very soon. Yes. So keep an, so keep his, uh, eyes and ears out. And Jim Jarmusch's Ghost Dog. Mm-hmm. Ghost Dog: The Way of the Samurai mm-hmm. with Force Whitaker, a badass RZA soundtrack, Ugh. which we talked about a couple weeks ago Love where we were RZA. talking about uh, Kill Bill, yeah. how, how RZA got involved in Kill Bill, and I think it was because 
of Coast Doll, The Way of the Samurai. Mm. Yeah. Um, then on Wednesday, Ooh, we got a Walter Hill double bill. Double bill. Like it's, you can make your own. Yeah, you make your own double bill of Streets of Fire yes. and The Warriors. Yeah, The Warriors are back. And, yeah. if, you know, we did an episode on The Warriors. Yeah. If you want to hark it back to yeah. one of our... Our second episode, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your top pick this week? Was it the Nick Cage? It was the Nick Cage triple bill, yeah. Because cool. I really want more people to watch The Rock. Yeah. Um, I love Con Air to Pieces. That was one of the films growing up that um, for some reason was super big on the internet. Like, yeah. It was like a huge I think meme it's just, thing. Yeah. And I Face mean, Off that, is brilliant. It's just Cameron Poe. Yeah, Cameron like, Poe is an icon. Very memeable, yeah. like with that hair and... yeah. And my dad works in aviation, so it was a fun film to watch, being like, ah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, please come to the Nicolas Cage but I won't be there because I'll be away. Okay. Ha! Well, but I watch it in my stead. Because it's Your pick is my great because I've never seen it. Yeah. It's my birthday week. It's his birthday. And this, in is case actually, you didn't know. this is actually screening because like Paul oh. was like, oh, I'm going to put it in the program. When do you want me to screen it? And it's I was just so like, cute. well, my birthday's coming up this week at this time or whatever so put it in there and I'll come watch it and he was like great cool so that's it the jerk oh my god thank you the new phone book's here the new phone book's here well I wish I could get that excited about nothing are you kidding page 73 Johnson Maven, R. I'm somebody now. Millions of people look at this book every day. This is the kind of spontaneous publicity. Your name in print that makes people. I'm in print. Things are going to start happening to me now. It's one of my all-time favorite yeah. films. Like for the longest time, it's been number one. I know I've mentioned on this podcast a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I need to like reassess my uh, favorite films. Yeah. Um, just because you get older and, you know, things change oh, and all that and, yeah. you know, taste change. Some things have not aged well. Yeah. Or like things just change, like just their meaning and yeah. stuff. Like I've mentioned Taxi Driver and stuff a couple of times. Mm-hmm. That was up there, my top three. And yeah, it's been weird. But The Jerk has always been kind of like a number one. And mm-hmm. I always get weird reactions from people. But I always have to say. Stanley Kubrick considered it one of his favorite films. So yeah. if it's good enough for Stanley Kubrick, it then should it's be good, good enough. enough for me. Yeah. And uh, do you think it's going to hold up this next this time around? You're going to watch it? Yeah, because it wasn't that long ago. I saw oh, okay. it like a few years ago here on 35, and I will say it's on 35 again. Yep. And if it's the same print, which I'm pretty sure it probably is, it's yeah. an old print, so it's going to be nice and spicy. Yeah. Don't don't get angry if uh, if you decide to come out and see it. Yeah, it adds uh, to it. It's it really a charming. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I like I liked uh, how like just sort of just vintage it looked. Mm-hmm. It was really sick. Um, yeah, I don't know if anyone knows the jerk, but I'll read a quick synopsis just because it's a funny film. Mm-hmm. All right, so Naven R. Johnson, played by Steve Martin, shout out Steve Martin, one of the greatest comedians and banjo players, banjo players of all time. Um, believes he was born a poor black child in Mississippi. He is, however, actually white. <laughs> Upon figuring this, is this some out, Rachel shit. <laughs> Upon figuring this out, he heads uh, north to St. Louis to find himself. After landing a job at a gas station, Naven is excited to discover that his name is printed in the new phone book. This uh, ratification of his existence leads him from one misadventure to another. As he invents gadgets, dodges bullets, mm. joins the carnival, and seeks love in the arms of the beautiful Marie, who's played by Bernadette Peters. 
it's so funny. Like this I've film never is so this. stupidly funny. I've never seen this yeah. other than I used, I think, the jerk as a title in passing on my dissertation because okay, I had yeah. like three paragraphs about Steve Martin. Yeah, uh, Steve Martin uh, basically kind of concocted this story yeah. oh, really? based off of uh, some some of his own uh, material, his stand-up material. Okay. So he had a bit he used to do in this routine. It was on his comedy album called Let's Get Small, mm-hmm. uh, in which he claimed that he had been born a poor black child and how after hearing his first Manitobi <laughs> record, he decided oh, to become white. Whoa. And there's a really amazing scene in the film where okay. he hears some music and he's just like, okay, that's I'm where he now. sort of realizes he's like, oh, I am white. Yeah. And he, it's really funny, too, because he's so stupid in the film. He just goes and asks his like, because he's taken in by this black family. Okay. That's why he thinks he's black. Oh, yeah. okay. He just thinks he was born black. and. Okay. He's Okay. It's like, oh, when you know, there's, uh, it's just really funny. When um, when is his melanin gonna kick in? Yeah, like, when is happen? when's he gonna change? Colors? Oh God, it's so funny. I think that's oh yeah, literally. I'm like, yeah. I was like, why, why? Like, cause I haven't, I know nothing about this. It's like, why, why, yeah. why is John trying to reassess this? Like, <laughs> why is so it? Why, why is it? I was like, oh no, okay, I get it yeah. now. <laughs> and, like, so he, uh, there's a scene though, like where he he hears this music. Mm-hmm. He gets really upset because he just realizes that he's different than everyone else. And mind you, he's like definitely like in supposed to be in his like 30s and stuff. You know, like Steve Martin's hair turned gray sort of really early anyway. So it's really hard to assess like how old he's meant to be. Uh But I mean, he's a grown ass man. Yeah. He doesn't really realize it. And then he starts to hear this music, this like very, very white jazz music sort of stuff. Like, Like, and he's like, oh, I've got rhythm. I've got rhythm. (laughs) He's got rhythm because it's a white. It's so good. Oh, that's it's really so funny. funny. And then he like goes and talks to his family and then just like they tell him like, yeah, you're white. S- and he's listen. like, you mean I'm going to stay white. this way? <laughs> I saw a tweet it's actually good. recently that said um, a child threw a tantrum because yeah. she found out that yeah. she was um, she wasn't going to yeah. she was going to be white forever. Yeah. And they people were using that line. Oh, from the jerk. OK. Like, you mean I'm going to stay this like, way forever? <laughs> yeah. Now I understand yeah. the internet. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's pretty good that I chose this film mm-hmm. because of what we're talking about later oh, as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so this film was directed by Carl, Carl Reiner. Yeah, Carl Reiner. But um, the film we're talking about this week was directed by his son, Rob uh-huh. Reiner, who has a cameo in in the jerk as really? well. Yeah, he he appears um, like as a truck driver. I think who first like when Naven first leaves. To go because he basically starts hitchhiking and yeah. stuff, and the first person he sees is uh, Rob Reiner in a truck. Oh, yeah. okay, that's cool though. I um, find it really interesting when stand-up comedians adapt their bits into other things because mm. um, uh, my only other recollection of this kind of thing would be um, John Mulaney had a sitcom in 2014, okay, and yeah. a lot of the plot lines in the show were based off of bits that he did in yeah. his first two specials. Yeah, yeah. Because there was one where, like, he does he did this bit about how he wanted Xanax because he had anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so he needed to go to the doctor and tell him, um, I have trouble. What was it? I have I have trouble sleeping on planes or something. But then yeah. he ended up getting, like, a whole prostate exam <laughs> just because he couldn't be upfront <laughs> about the fact that he wanted Xanax. Yeah. But then he did, like, that as a scene in, like, one of his oh, okay, And cool, I was like, yeah. that's ridiculous. But yeah. um, yeah, I think that's really interesting because it's it's one of those, it's a whole other craft of storytelling. Mm-hmm. And obviously, it follows the same pattern of like, yeah, we've got a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, you got to set up, you got a punchline. But sometimes when you externalize or when you flesh out a joke into like a story or into something, 
it might it could go horribly well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, so, definitely. Yeah. I think you should see the jerk though. Yeah, I will. I, I think will. you'll really love it. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. I will. I'll check like, it out. And it's not like, I'm not going to be here when it's I know screens, it's but like I will. a lot of this, you know, it sounds it's, dicey. It's, it's, it sounds dicey it with shot. the whole race thing, but yeah. it's not okay. at all. Like, not at all. Okay. Like, uh, at least I don't, I don't see it that way. And I'll be I the hope I'm not that. wrong. Like, I just yeah. don't, I don't think, because there's nothing like malicious towards mm-hmm. anyone of race. It's just sort of like, you know, it's, it's a like very Steve confused Martin's man. kind of a really, dummy, yeah. Yeah, he's just stupid. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, he creates like these funny gadgets and stuff and gets money. It's really just a story of like from like in even the tagline from rags to riches mm-hmm. back to rags. Like, <laughs> he's like, you know, he's a poor, a poor man from a family. They take they took him in. I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know. So there's nothing really malicious towards like any like race because like he loves that family and stuff mm-hmm. and he ends up actually you know without spoiling too much goes back to, to be family. with them. Yeah, okay. yeah so that it's like sweet. yeah it's really sweet I'll and check uh, it out. it's like a really nice love story with him and Bernadette Peters okay. as well like this sort of like you know he he loves her so much and she like really loves him but he just gets too caught up in like stupid shit and Aww. she just sort of like you know, I can't deal with this. Yeah, mood, <laughs> yeah. Lol. yeah. gang. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that brings us to yeah, uh, the film that another about, very love, lovely yeah. film full of lovely love and film. questioning love and talking about love yeah. and all sorts of stuff. It's uh, starting from Friday for an entire week. Mm-hmm. Rob Reiner's When, when Harry, Harry Met, Met Sally. Sally. Men and women can't be friends because no man can be friends with a woman that he finds attractive. He always wants to have sex with her. So you're saying that a man can be friends with a woman he finds unattractive? No, you pretty much want to nail him too. I have n- I had not seen this film before today, by the way. Mm. <laughs> My mom loves this film and everybody yeah. I know talks about this film so much and obviously it's referenced throughout pop culture now. Yeah, yeah. It's very pop I just culture hadn't seen it. influenced. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. Um, shout out Nora Ephron. Yeah. I Nora love Ephron Nora Ephron Hive. Yeah. Yes, I am in legend. a Nora Ephron Hive. Yeah, I'm not afraid to admit that. Like, yeah, I'm not afraid. I don't really care. Like, I fucking love a good rom com. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I fuck really with rom coms. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah, I love them. I love them uh, more than like just a lot of genres of films. It's oh, funny, yeah. like things that like you know stereotypically would be something a man would be into. Like, mm-hmm. I would take a rom com any day as long yeah. as it's really good. Yeah, because a lot of yeah. them are actually quite good. Yeah, like, yeah, this is a really good film. I think Meg Ryan is spectacular yeah. in this film. I think I'm in love with Meg Ryan. Yeah, I saw your tweet this morning. Yeah, I, I, just, like, I just tweeted must, Meg Ryan. <laughs> yeah, she must be enjoying this. Um, just opened up Pandora's box to yep. Meg Ryan yep. in the 90s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so in 1977, college graduates Harry Burns, played by Billy Crystal, Mm -hmm. who I'm a big fan of as well. I love Billy Crystal. Um, And Sally Albright, Meg Ryan, Ryan. share a contentious car ride from Chicago to New York, during which they argue about whether a man and woman can ever truly be strictly platonic friends. Ten years later, Harry and Sally meet again at a bookstore, and in the company of their respective best friends, Jess, who's played by Bruno Kirby, from The Godfather yeah. Part Two, yeah, and Marie, played Carrie by Fisher. Carrie Fisher. I don't need to tell you what she's from. Yeah, uh, the attempt, legend herself. Yeah, attempt to stay friends without sex becoming an issue between them. <laughs> yeah, it's um such a like nineties. It's a, such a nineties thing like, as well. Yeah. It's like it it is like it's such a nineties yeah question to posit as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
Yeah, we normally screen this every year, like in New Year's Eve. Okay. Uh, oh, that's a good. Yeah, like, it's a New Year's. It's pretty film. much like an annual tradition, mm-hmm. and we've gotten bombarded a lot with questions of like, when are we screening it? Like, and I think we just kind of like assumed, oh, well, I mean, we screen it every New Year's Eve anyway, and then yeah. we just kind of forgot that it was. Oh yeah, it's the fucking thirtieth anniversary Whoa. this year. So, so we had to uh, we had to get it in. So. I really like this movie a lot as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised that you hadn't seen it up until now. Yeah, so I, was like, I was. Yeah, I was really curious, like, of what you would think of it mm-hmm. and stuff, because you know, there's there's stuff to dive in on on yeah. it. Like, uh, like I'm aware it, of it. Seeing it through like 2019 eyes, I wanted to know if you thought that it was like mm. it held up to today's day and age. Um, that's really interesting because, again, now viewing films through like obviously the context in which you're the yeah the context in which you're watching mm-hmm. in a current modern day we live in a different society kind of thing yeah sometimes you can't really do that and you kind of yeah. have to just be like oh yeah this was made in the late 80s early 90s so yeah, yeah. this has to be like this is why this was a certain way and you can't really yeah. fault nor the writer nor the director for that but it's really cool that Nora Ephron wrote this yeah yeah so like a woman wrote this yeah I was sitting there kind of I mean obviously and yeah a man directed it so it's a whole thing yeah but, um, I mean there was a lot like Nora Ephron and Rob Reiner are really good friends yeah or they were really good friends mm-hmm. um, sadly Nora Ephron's passed away yeah uh, but yeah they were really good friends and they worked together a lot like Rob Reiner appeared in Sleepless in Seattle yeah um, which Meg Ryan was also in yeah they work really they well worked together. Well together. Yeah. They worked really tightly with this film as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, and you could tell there was a lot of yeah, care. Yeah, like in she, it. she uh, wrote the screenplay, but it was based on ideas like that. Uh, Rob Reiner, who directed it, was coming out of his own divorce and stuff, yeah. and it was influenced by that. Um, and then there was bits of like you know Sally's character that were influenced by Nora Ephron. Uh-huh. So it was like a it was a big cohesive sort of thing. Yeah. I was uh, I was kind of like watching it, just thinking about certain things, because it wasn't that long ago that I watched it, and then mm-hmm. I rewatched it the other night to just kind of refresh, per- yeah, refresh for yeah. this podcast, really. And you know, I was just sort of thinking about like, uh, how does it stand and things of like Bechdel tests and stuff, and it yeah, really doesn't it pass. Doesn't it doesn't pass the Bechdel test because yeah, a lot of the time, um, Marie and um, Sally, yeah are talking about guys yeah but the thing is time. that's pretty much the whole film yeah and you kind of like i kind of um but i don't know if you can fault it for that though. yeah that's the thing i wasn't i wasn't gonna f- like i was thinking about it i was like oh they're not really talking about anything mm-hmm. other than guys but i'm like but that's just all they're talking about in general and everyone's talking that's about the question within yeah. the film so, so men sort of are talking about way. women and women yeah. are talking about men yeah. and also again applying if we're applying it from the 2019 sort of lens i'm like this is pretty straight yeah you know yeah, because that's what everything was like. But yeah, yeah. I can make is it's a know, pretty white film. It's as a well. pretty white film as well. <laughs> but I, you know, but, my stance on white girls is that I like Carrie Fisher a lot. Yeah, and you like Meg Ryan. <laughs> I love Meg. Ryan. You're a Meg Ryan fan. Now. I'm a stand stand, now. From, stand for Meg Ryan. She in this film, she looks a lot like Alicia, um, Alicia Silverstone. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was like, I googled it. Like, are mm. they related? And no results came up other than the fact that's that it was like movie comparison. This is okay. I did not expect. Billy Crystal to be a romantic lead. I did yeah. not know this was a thing. I yeah, it's like it's funny. Okay, so we can get into a couple little bits and let's see. I've got a lot of notes here. Uh-huh. Originally, Tom Hanks, I think, was offered the role. Ah, there was a lot of guys so that were Toy offered Story the role. situation up here. Yeah, 
there was a lot of guys that were offered the role for the Harry character. Yeah. Uh, you had Tom Hanks. Uh, Michael Keaton was considered. Oh, that would have been interesting. That would have been a different movie. Uh, Albert Brooks was also considered, which okay. probably would have been a little bit more in line with what we got from Billy Crystal. Yeah. Um, Tom Hanks, I think he turned it down because he thought that it was wasn't it? it wasn't going to be challenging enough or something. Yeah. Or there wasn't enough there. Billy Crystal for was really good in this. Yeah, Billy Crystal's is incredible. Amazing. In this, yeah, and it, I think a lot of the stuff that is so famous, which I'll get into about, yeah. um, about the film, Billy Crystal is responsible for. Yeah. Because uh, Billy Crystal's just like really good comedian. He's got really good timing. He's yeah. really good improviser. Yeah. Um, but Tom Hanks, like you know, he everyone knows he. I guess maybe he was like, "Hey, I didn't do this, and this film was a hit. Now I'm yeah. going to go work with Nora Ephron a lot." Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Ryan because he would go on to do Sleep is in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. You've got Mel, mm-hmm. um, Joe versus the Volcano, which wasn't Nora Ephron, but that. like that's, that's with still, Meg Ryan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he ended up doing tons of stuff with uh, Meg Ryan. So um, yeah, that would have been interesting if Tom Hanks was in this. But I kind of don't want to live in any of those alternate realities. No, I quite like this, this one. I really love Billy Crystal. Yeah. Uh, Billy Crystal for me is just like I've I don't know have you ever watched any Kim Burns documentaries? Yeah, of course. There's like Kim Kim Burns baseball. Yeah, it's like so amazing, and Billy Crystal is all the way through it because he's yeah. such a big baseball fan. Yeah, I really enjoyed Harry because um, what, the funny thing about this film when I watched it, I was like, I thought I was going to identify with this character, well, with Sally a lot, and I did, yeah. but I also identified with Harry a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, and me I think too. that's also uh, a whole kind of. Because I feel like uh, maybe then men and women were boxed into you can only be this, you can only be that. Yeah. And then you kind of don't realize that actually these traits exist all across the gender spectrum. Mm-hmm. So I found that quite interesting. I love Carrie Fisher's character so much. I love that scene where they're all like catching up. They're having fucking lunch or whatever. It's when Sally first had broken up with Joe. Yeah, yeah. And then Carrie Fisher pulls out like her. Oh, yeah. yeah all yeah, of her yeah. old numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And then it she's is, like, but you set yeah. me up with that guy already. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> this is. I love, like, like, yeah. And friend. she's like, he's, he was married. Like, yeah, he was married. Like oh, really? And then I love how she folds the corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> married. <laughs> so yeah. Funny. Carrie Fisher's really funny. In she's this. so funny. I, I really love how. Um, Carrie Fisher's character and Bruno Kirby, they're like the respective friends of yeah. Harry and Sally. Yeah, and and originally, together. Harry and Sally are just friends. They're just friends. They yeah. just want to, you know, they they become really, really good friends yeah. and they just want to hang out and go out to dinner and then they like have their two friends that they want to set, set up. up with each other. So like, here, you date my best friend and, and I'll, I'll date, date your, your best, best friend. friend. And then you're like, oh, wait, and then it's like they got in a cab just, together yeah. and get married? Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's that Yeet. scene where... Um, he Harry's talking to Bruno Kirby and he's like, yeah, just yeah, like, you know, just give it a tonight. couple of days. Yeah. Like, I don't mind if you just don't do it tonight. I mean, uh, Sally, you know, she's very vulnerable, vulnerable right now. Right and I was now. like, huh, <laughs> bro. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go get a cab. Yeah. I'll yeah, come with you. Yeah, I was like, oh my God. Mid- <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Asshole. I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Harry's based a lot on Rob Reiner. Like I was saying earlier, I mean, uh, Reiner was dealing with his like depression mm-hmm. and stuff and he was a bit cynical and neurotic and all yeah. that. And, and I was like, yeah, that was, yeah. Weird. But like he had a, like, you know, people always described him as having a really big, big heart underneath yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, Nora Ephron, <laughs> apparently Nora Ephron, uh, she is pretty particular about so things. So that's where Sally's where whole Sally's list thing, thing yeah. came from. Oh my the God. Whole, I like, think that's so funny. Yeah. Apparently, like, Nora Ephron's, like, uh, the whole picky and crazy eating habits that Sally has. Um, 
Rob Reiner, like, Solnor Efron, like, ordering something. Oh and he God. was just like... Put that in there. Yeah. And then, like, years later, Efron, like, was ordering something pretty precise, like, on an airplane. Mm-hmm. And the stewardess was like, hey, have you ever seen, seen when Harry met Sally? I wrote that shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you... Have, that's such an... Oh, what a flex. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Oh, it's such a flex. Yeah. It's just funny that's that, awesome. like, that's the legacy of this film, man. Like, people yeah. are just like, you know... It's there's so many iconic scenes. Oh my god, yeah, the cat's deli scene. Like I've never seen this film, but I know about that Mm. scene. Yeah, seen it before. It's such an iconic scene. Iconic scene. I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's probably like one of the first instances in film where they were comfortable with talking about sex, but also talking about a woman faking an orgasm. Yeah, which is pretty like it was bold. It was bold, but also very true. Very true. Um, The line. All right, so this is what I'll have about. what she's having. That's yeah. so iconic. I'll have what she's having I'm is like screaming. one of the most iconic lines of all time. Uh, apparently, this is what I mean about Billy Crystal. He suggested that line. He's an icon. Yeah. Incredible. So the whole scene actually um, was, it was written in that they were going to do the scene, at, I think at the deli, where yeah. they were talking about the female orgasm. Uh-huh. But Meg Ryan apparently actually came up with the whole thing of faking. Oh, we're faking one in front of him? Faking in That's front incredible. of the people. And, and then Billy Crystal was like, okay, oh, yeah, hang on. Yeah. So they both contributed so much awesome. to this. Like, and it, it's amazing. Like, That's uh, really awesome. Because, yeah, like, uh, you know, we were talking about you could have had Tom Hanks. You could have had yeah. uh, Albert Brooks. Like, you know, you not had- taking anything away from these guys, but like they wouldn't have put that magical moment together. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. Molly Ringwald was, was offered supposed to be Sally, yeah. Sally, but Molly Ringwald had something else to do, so she turned down the role. Mm-hmm. But she actually did end up playing Sally in a London version of a stage play adaptation. Like, really? In 2004, I Whoa! Think, so, yeah, I want to see it on stage. But yeah, um, yeah, I mean, Cat's Deli basically is iconic, is iconic now yeah. because of that. Um, and like, you know, SNL intros. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it was form- it was filmed at Cat's Deli, an actual restaurant in New York, New York yeah. East Houston Street. So if you want to check it out, it's Houston Street, isn't it? Not Houston Street. Is, is it Houston? I don't know. This was the thing that I picked up while I was over there. Okay. Karen, I got it wrong, but maybe, maybe maybe I'm wrong. It's spelled Houston. It is spelled Houston. Yeah. Maybe it's Houston. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Well, because we'll, I had a T-shirt that said, um, "I'm just going to cut all this out." Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it in. It's yeah. funny. Keep uh, it in. I had like a T-shirt that said um, Houston Street um, Hornets. Oh, really? And it okay. said New York City underneath. And I was like, wait, no, this isn't Houston. And then I Googled it. And then I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm, maybe I'm remembering this wrong. I don't know. I mean, you could be right. People in America like to say things pronounce weird. things in multiple ways yeah. when it's spelled exactly the same. <laughs> uh, the table at which the scene was filmed now has a plaque above it where it says, really? uh, or on it where it says, when Harry met Sally, hope you had what she's had. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you ever are at Cat's uh, Deli, you can check that out. Sick. Oh, yeah. There's some funny little bits here and there. Like, so, like, there's this, a bit where Harry's reading a book uh-huh. and you can see that he's reading Stephen King's Misery. Oh, yeah. And he skips to yeah. the end because that's what he does. Yeah. I love but that. At the, um, the funny thing is the next film adaptation that Rob Reiner would do would well, be Misery. misery. Yeah. Oh my God. So he was calling his shot. Ah, <laughs> he was that's how it. you shoot your shot, ladies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was nominated for Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. Mm, which delicious. Which is kind of cool. Fuck yeah. Uh, so yeah. I mean, It's no, really well written. Yeah, like, definitely. Um, oh yeah, and all those like scenes with all the old people. 
Oh uh, yeah, it was so cute. I, right? I love that. I love that when it's kind. Um, um, Big Mouth did a parody of that in mm. its most recent season. Yeah, and I was like, I'm. This is from a rom. Like they open the reference. This is from when when Harry is alleying this. Like yeah. that's what we're doing. But yeah, I love that they intercut like couples. Yeah. Um, sort of throughout it. So documentary style. I love it. I don't know if the couples were real or if they were just actors, actors. but and the stories Harry, yeah. are real. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, Rob Reiner actually collected all these stories and stuff um, for the film. So, like, all those stories are really real. But then when it comes to Harry Her and, and Sally, Sally yeah. they were completely improvised at yeah. the end. Aww. Like, that whole thing was improvised. Ca- yeah, there was a few bits of improvisation there. Like, um, the scene where they're in the, the museum and Harry's just doing, oh, like, Oh, doing that. the voices? <laughs> I love that. Like this. Yeah, like this. You're the pecan pie. <laughs> um, he he improvised that whole thing and there, you can see Sally kind of look off to the side a little uh-huh. bit and she's sort of laughing yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like her looking to Rob Reiner and Rob Being Reiner like, is just telling yeah, her yeah, to just going. like just go, with it. Just go yeah. with it Billy Crystal's were really funny like, fucking yeah. hilarious yeah Billy Crystal's just great in this yeah. film I mean like and I love that bit after that scene where um they split off and then mm. he's like don't you think she's a little young for Harry <laughs> and then he's like don't you think he's a little too tall? <laughs> That's all he can say about this other guy. He's too tall. I can't talk to him. I want to know though. Do you think like Harry and Sally like stayed together? I hope so. You hope so? Yeah. I almost kind of feel like they don't. Yeah, I know. No, I feel like Harry, I'm a bit. Harry's yeah. Harry's a funny guy. Um, the thing is, like Harry, he's really interesting because he he talks a lot of crap at times he's a bit of a mansplainer and stuff but he's a bit he's, of a womanizer as yeah well. he is in but apparently he does a th- like a 180 at the end of the movie being like i love you and i yeah. love all these things that you do and i'm like yeah men i mean it it it's typical though i mean but yeah you know hey that that's a that's a that's a trope you find yeah in, in rom-coms movies, yeah in rom-coms, that's also but it's because of this film yeah if you want to say that because i mean come on this the legacy of the film is that yeah. this film set the standard for rom-coms to, like to come mm-hmm. after you know uh when harry met sally like changed so much about new york's reputation as well mm-hmm. um the same year that it came out a really, really little, little teeny tiny show called Seinfeld ah. got its start. Ah, and yes. its first season, it was struggling. Yeah. But you could say that with the help of with Harry Met Sally, that Seinfeld actually Seinfeld got, got, a got a bit of a clout. boost. Yeah, because when Harry Met Sally, you know, it had a $16 million budget, Oof. which is like, yeah. I guess at the time, probably like... Teeny tiny. I don't know, but big. in 1989, it, I don't big. know. It don't might know. have been a, like meager, I don't know. Like, yeah. Uh, pretty on the bigger side, like mm-hmm. for a rom com, but it ended up making ninety two point eight million in North America alone. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it definitely like was popular mm-hmm. and people were talking about it. And New York City at the time of the eighties and stuff really started to get a bit of a. It got cleaned up a lot, and I think when Harry Met Sally like just opened up people's eyes to like okay. Like just a different side of New, New York. York, yeah. Like it's the way all the civilized white people are. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In a way, it's almost like it sucks today because everything's almost too commercialized. Yeah. Like New York City, Manhattan is just like it's safe as shit now. But um, but it's almost just too like too commercialized. And it's stuff. like any other metropolitan city. Yeah. Easy. And, but but New York you know, it's hot. I think. New York, um, you know, like. It was seen more than just like this gritty crime place. But after yeah, when Harry met you know, Sally, when Harry it's met like, Sally oh, people live made. here. Yeah, yeah. And people can go to just like have, have sandwiches at a fucking yeah. deli, you know. 
And like I was saying, I mean, it kind of saved Seinfeld, I think, because mm-hmm. Seinfeld wasn't doing that well in its first season. And then like because you know, it was like regular New Yorkers. Yeah. And I think people just didn't. I mean, literally, it was a show about nothing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, uh, people finally kind of caught on yeah, to like its yeah. comedy and stuff. And I mean, there's a lot of s- similar sort of things that would c- become things in Seinfeld that happened when Harry met Sally. The whole idea of faking it and stuff. Yeah. Like, there is that famous episode of uh, Jerry and Elaine where they're kind of talking yeah, about, yeah, oh, yeah. You, f- you faked it? Yeah. Faked it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then came Friends and came Sex and City. Yeah, which like, is all yeah. about, you know, young white New Yorkers yeah. and navigating their interpersonal relationships. Yeah, very much. I mean, Ross and Rachel, Joey and Rachel. <laughs> it's a very white, white world. <laughs> it's, it's a white, white world. It's so Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. Meg Ryan Hive. What about the hair oh. in the film? What was your favorite hair? I like. I I was quite partial to her original one where she was sort of really? the one. I thought that but was like the, one the worst of the one. Worst ones. But I really like her hair towards <laughs> the, the end. Hair. The yeah, I think her hair at the like peak hair probably was like at cats. Like yeah. that her hair just looked like, you know, just probably the best in the film. Oh, really? I think it's when um they were doing karaoke in that department store and they ran into Helen. And oh, then yeah. they go back to Marie and Jess's place. Yeah. And that's okay. her in the white jumper. I think that's the look, honestly, of the mm. whole film. Like Yeah. That's I, the one. I think the the wor- the worst possibly is uh <laughs> is like when you first meet her in the seventies. I really like that. And then I, uh, but I thought the I airplane. I, think I didn't the like airplane the airplane. Air is possibly mm, worse. That's the worst one. Yeah, that's a really bad look. Yeah. So it's pretty uh, notorious the hair though, Meg yeah. Ryan's hair. But also we can just talk about like Meg Ryan, Nora Ephron, Meg Ryan, big big combo that they had throughout the years. You know, you had when Harry met Sally, and then Sleep is in, in Seattle, Seattle, which Nora Ephron directed. Yes. And then Nora Ephron directed her in. You've got mail. Yeah. With Tom Hanks. We love again. a film about the internet. Um You've Got Mail is amazing though. I really like that. We were talking about some of our favorite rom coms. Uh, rom coms. That yeah. one's up there for me as well. And I really like the original, its predecessor. You should go look it around look it up. It's called The Shopper on the Corner with James I watch Stewart. that every Christmas. Yeah. It's uh the same film. Yeah. And you, Really? Yeah. Basically, but with I mean, email? and uh, yeah, it's, it's just for the new generation of uh, yeah, I see, the I, new yeah. millennium. I watch Shop Around the Corner here. You know what the name of the shop is and you've got mail? Shop Around the Corner. Jesus Christ. Jesus, sorry. <laughs> but basically, Nora Ephron, she kept she, the Ryan yep. in, uh, in that 90s limelight. She she kept her in the limelight. Yeah. She she kept her fed. <laughs> yeah, she kept her fed. Oh, John using Stan Twitter language. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Big Ryan? Was she an icon of the 90s? Of and, course. Yeah. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I'm in love with her. Yeah. What about awesome. Meg Ryan today? I haven't seen much from her, but um, I remember that I was really surprised to learn that when I was super into my Hunger Games phase, mm-hmm. that one of the actors in it was her son, um, Jack Quaid, her son. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dennis Quaid. Yeah, with Dennis. I forgot about that. That was a bit of a a pairing for a while. That was to yeah. a pairing that my mother forgot about, and she was quite surprised for it to be refreshed in her memory. Yeah. I was like, oh, mom, did you know that they had a kid? What? <laughs> Some strange pairings. Uh, Rob I Reiner just, met his uh, yeah. I think his current wife on on this film. Really? Because he was with Penny Marshall for ages. Yeah. You know, Rob Reiner was around for ages. He was in All in the Family and stuff. And mm-hmm. 
like classic sort of TV shows and being, you know, in films with his father and all that. I mean, it's a film of this film, though, was a film of Hollywood families, really, though. Yeah, yeah. wasn't a lot it? Of, like the Efrons. Yeah. Fisher. Yeah, tons of them. Mm, we but love yeah. nepotism. <laughs> That's how it works in Hollywood, baby. Yep. <laughs> yep. Carrie Fisher is great in this. I Yeah, I think oh, she. it's one of those performances where you really kind of see her shine through mm-hmm. the most, like Carrie Fisher as she was. Yeah. Quite out there. But then this was a bit tame because she becomes like from the friend that's sleeping with married men all the yeah. time to finding love which is quite nice and optimistic and cool yeah but i like that she's a bit ridiculous and she balances out sally really well because sally's a bit uptight so overall though you enjoyed this i film? really enjoyed it you did yeah oh. where do you think it ranks in like uh rom-coms and stuff oh god um this is up there now i yeah. think in my I mean, I know it's completely fresh because you just Top watched 10. it. Yeah, but I love, like, a lot of my favorite rom-coms. A lot of my favorite rom-coms are really, like, obvi- early 2000s. Yeah. Like, late 90s, though, because I love 13 Going on 30. Oh, yeah, that's a fun one. That's hilarious. I yeah. love that so much. So much. And I, I love The Lake House. It's not a comedy, but I love The Lake House, as I've mentioned yeah, previously. you guys were talking about Lake House, and I was trying to remember if I had seen that one. It's Keanu but. and Sandra Bullock. They communicate via a mailbox in yeah. a lake house. They're okay. two years apart. Yeah. It's based okay. off I of a I Korean did, movie. <laughs> I, like, I don't know if I, if I, I know it mm-hmm. and I know I watched it yeah. like being on, but I don't yeah. know if I like was paying attention okay. to it, but I'm and, pretty yeah. sure my mom was watching mm. it. That's I probably why I watched it. Like, my mom loves yeah. a bunch of rom-coms, but like, I also yeah. love, um, a lot of teen rom-coms, but I really yeah. like, I really like my best friend's wedding. Yeah, my best friend's <laughs> wedding is pretty fun. I kind of, okay, like, I'm going to get so much heat for this, like, at work, but I actually quite like Love Actually. Love Actually? I really yeah. like it. I remember. I don't like it as a Christmas movie, but yeah. I like it as a rom-com. I, okay, I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to hate on you for that. I just, I had to watch it one year here. And I watched I it every it single time. And obviously, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't really like that film i can't think of it being like a huge film in america so yeah yeah that's like probably, we've got yeah. just a plethora of christmas films to like pick and choose from and you have some of the best yeah and like some that are like we show here like once a year but no hardly anyone comes out and it's like scary that it might not get shown next year you know that sort of thing with uh, yeah. a christmas story yeah which in america is it's the huge yeah christmas film We've veered off, but rom-coms. Yeah, yeah. rom-coms. Um, like, John Tucker Must Die is yeah, one of my favorite yeah, ones. Yeah, that was a pretty funny one. Um, yeah. And then, um, I don't know if you've seen... Like, so, like Netflix, I feel like, have been doing a really good resurgence in bringing that yeah. genre back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked about um, yeah. Always Be My Maybe. That I love, like, I love that Always Be My Maybe. That was a solid film. Shout out my Asian yeah. people. Yes. Um, I also loved uh, To All The Boys I Loved Before. The thing about rom-coms, yes, I do enjoy them, but I'm more learning now growing up that, like women's well everybody but women specifically have been conditioned to believe this ideal or were being sold this ideal that like yeah in order for you to to sort of find the love of your life they've got to do insane crazy gestures or yeah. they've got to treat you a certain way or da 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 um and it posits questions like can men and women truly just be friends mm-hmm. or can like but but you grow to realize and i think that's what i appreciate about all the films that are coming out now is that it's becoming more complicated yeah despite still living up to that ideal mm-hmm. but they sort of address the nuances of other people's lives i suppose 
Yeah. Which I appreciate. But yeah, like... I mean, this film kind of... It's funny it that it plays... It, it, you know? it births that sort of like expectations, but at the same time, it's, it really talks a lot about it. Those are the things I kind of... I like it. Self-awareness kind of is the thing that I... About. Yeah. Yeah. Like in a, in a way that it's like... Um, you know, Carrie Fisher's like very much like, oh, you gotta like, you know, and, yeah. and then it's like when I love her whole thing of like, they're all he's like, never gonna need, leave her. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, and they like, they need this whole like, they need all oh, you need to be in a relationship. You yeah. need to be married. You need to have this. You need to live by the norm and stuff. It's yeah, really funny like, that know. it sets up all this sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. I mean, because in a way, I almost feel like in if this was made today, you could very easily just see one of them just be like, no, nah, fuck this. Yeah, it's like, like no, nah, fuck like, this. I'm going to just do my own thing. Yeah. Like, we don't need to like. But that's also ap- applying the, that lens of when you view it versus yeah. when the film was made. Yeah. That's when yeah. that's a really good dialogue to have. Because, um, yeah, it's just, yeah, I find it really interesting because you see these characters, obviously, as they're fresh out of university and then. Yeah. You know, it's ten yeah, years. I love how they grow, though. Yeah, isn't it nice? Like how uh, that scene where Harry calls her out on some shit she said. When yeah, they yeah first and they're met. like, "I'm She's sorry." Like, like I never would have said that. I yeah. never would have said that. Yeah, and like, oh, never. Like she just completely. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. She, she yeah, she there. didn't pick Humphrey Bogart. Yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that was on. so funny. I was like, no, girl, you're crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's yeah, it's really funny. Like uh, how people can change. Like I mean, even going back to just what we were talking about at the beginning, just thinking about your own favorite films. Yeah, and stuff. no, like, completely. You know, I'll probably change humans, my mind in a couple of years. Yeah. Like, humans change so much. Yeah. Like just, I don't know, just, uh, environment, um, age, uh, time, just mm-hmm. like all sorts, like there's so many factors, like, completely. you know, where you're at and who you're hanging out with and like, uh, your opinions change based on like, just like whether or not you think someone will, not like the fact that you like something you know yeah like, i've never let anyone get me down about the jerk no no I'm not gonna well, yeah yeah that's good <laughs> i've that's had good. people like and it's one of those other things. Yeah, i out. said what i said i like what i like like i i often am like oh i fucking love the fast and furious movies completely unironically yeah, yeah i think they're so much fun and i love them but then i know people are like oh what are you talking especially since i went to like schools that i went to kind of like oh what are you talking about they're so yeah. tacky they're so this they're so that they're so hyper masculine they're so they're i'm like i'm having fun though yeah, yeah. I think that's the it. thing. People should just have fun and enjoy themselves. And like, yeah, and this was fun. And I yeah, really enjoyed this film's myself. very fun. And yeah. it's very fun to just like dive in into people who are having possibly a more depressing time than you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it good to watch while you're a bit depressed? Oh my god, Sally? it's really tough. Was it? I like don't know. It's comforting I'm, at all. Sort just... of. Cause, but then by the end of it, because I'm having a bit of an episode. Uh, full disclosure audience <laughs> mental health take care of yourselves <laughs> yeah. um but yeah no it was it was quite comforting for a bit and then i was kind of like oh no this is hitting a little too close to home mm-hmm. and i'm gonna go call my best friend <laughs> <laughs> so i was like i just watched when harry met sally you told me not to watch it <laughs> <laughs> he's like no you, and then he was yeah he was right i really liked it so yeah it well, good. that's good where does when harry met sally rank for you when it comes oh, to like the, uh, rob reiner yeah, not necessarily Rob Reiner, but for how about like Meg Ryan, for Meg Ryan, particularly her trifecta of like the big three. Oh, the big three rom coms? Rom coms that she for presented me, with Tom Hanks involved as well. I like, will get a lot of hate for this, but my number one for those three would be When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. And then You've Got Mail and then Sleepless in Seattle. No, I mean, that's that's like fine. I think with this film, because a lot of people really put Sleepless, Sleepless in Seattle such a pedestal. This film set 
really nicely up for Sleepless in Seattle, yeah. obviously, because, um, I don't know, it's just a combination of Meg Ryan and Nora Ephron, just that sort of, you know, you could see a lot of the quirkiness that Meg Ryan, you know, exhibits in Sleepless in Seattle. It was sort of like, you know, crafted in When Harry Met Sally. Yeah. And just like put forth with that and a bit more actually in You've Got Mel as well. Yeah. I mean, it's very a lot of similar sort of things, like the famous Meg Ryan crying yeah, scenes, yeah, and yeah. All, which leads to the sex. Um, Her crying is iconic. <laughs> like, who can look that beautiful when they're crying their eyes out after they find out their ex is getting married? Yeah. That's like, she is incredible. She's truly an icon. But yeah, I can't get it out of my head that she looks a lot like Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. She does actually. Now you're like put that in my head. Never really thought that. Tell us what you out. think, audience. Yeah. Do you think Meg Ryan looks a lot like Silverstone? Particularly younger. Younger Meg, Meg Ryan, yeah. So yeah. this film took tops for you. For yeah, Meg I, Ryan really liked, I really I really like this film. Interesting. Yeah, mm. I don't know how I'd rank mine. I think I've got a really big soft spot for You've Got Mel. Yeah. And that. then maybe I'll put like, I'll I'll let When Harry Met Sally and um, Slippers in Seattle sort of like just play on a little, oh, like seesaw? a balancey seesaw. Yeah. On so you don't have a two. decisive one, two, and three? Nah, but that's me in general yeah. with films. I can't really decide like what my two and three top favorite films are in just general because I've always sort of like flip flop between things and and you're reassessing all of them. So. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Jaws is like just biting its way like into the top top three. So I mean, we're gonna find out what happens, how I feel after watching The Jerk. So mm. we'll see. <laughs> I feel like my favorite films have kind of remained apart from maybe like the order would change yeah. but they all hold up like Synecdoche New York is my favorite film ever and watching again recently still holds up best film ever yeah can't really deny it but then it's stuff like yeah where does yes where's Showgirls gonna fall in comparison yeah. to this like it's all that thing of like I wouldn't say I would I, I do eventually need to reassess the films that yeah. I like but I feel like I'm gonna enjoy them the way they are now yeah, it's nice to have that sort of memory of way things are. And, like know. I'm reassessing all the Avengers movies at the moment. <laughs> I I just like I think I start to feel a bit guilty when I like think about things like that. Like if I really? like you know I feel bad for the film that I used to love so okay. much that if I've like, that I don't love it anymore that I've kicked it from to my curb. top three. I think that sort of like wraps it up with yeah. when Harry met Sally. I mean, John, do you think men and women can just be friends? Yeah, that was the thing I was gonna talk about. Actually, I meant to throw that in that question so um, i'm throwing it to you and then you can yeah. throw it back at me yeah i mean yeah of course it's it's a i think times have changed since 2019 versus like 1989 yeah like 30 years a lot has changed on the way people think about the world yeah the way men think about the world the way men think about women think about about women well like yeah i mean i don't i yeah i can't say that it's like I can never ever say that it's better than yeah. it. like but people it's getting better. Yeah. Is a better way to put it. That people are starting to um Yeah, see women as people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the men the men there more men are starting to wake up to like not well, actually having to I'm like di- yeah. think only about like, you know, their, their one track yeah. mind, their dick. Yeah. Or think about pressures of what other men think and stuff yeah. as well. And I think it's possible for men and women to definitely be friends yeah. without weird complications coming up. Yeah, and, completely. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's very interesting that Harry was like, yeah, yeah. they can't be friends because sex will complicate it. Yeah. 
yes, sex would complicate yeah, it. Yeah, but still, even today, but you, you don't have friends. to have sex. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. Or have you to. could still be friends. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm from a different camp, clearly, because yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what? You 10 can years still be. Yeah, but I mean, you could still. I guess you could still have sex and it not and be, be friends, weird. Yeah, and you could be friends, but I mean, uh, I just don't think like if you're friends, why are you doing that? Like, I don't know. It's Maybe just, because you're friends. I don't just, know. Just having sex because you're friends. I don't know. <laughs> hey. I've said too much already. Yeah, I don't know. I think sex is a funny thing where it's hilarious. It gets taken sometimes too seriously, but sometimes it. Doesn't it's trivialized seriously enough. Yeah, seriously yeah that's enough. the thing. But that's the so. thing. I think that's really a really hard conversation for me to have now, as yeah. somebody growing up to nineteen in their twenties, just being mm-hmm. like, "How am I supposed to treat this?" Yeah, because thirty years ago, sex was treated in this way, and then even not even five years ago, it was treated in another way, especially in the way the media and society have sold it. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then, um, yeah, obviously, like it's. I don't know. It's it's one of those things where, like, I think it's for me. It's like a case by case basis. Yeah. Because like, I have a lot of guy friends. Yeah. And yeah. I have a lot of friends that are women, and I don't have sex with all of them, obviously. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, it's one of those things where I think it just depends on how mature. Yeah, yeah. Both parties are in the relationship, or what is is it they decide to do? And you're right, like you don't have to have sex. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's that whole thing of yeah. I think it's because because I think the thing that this film posits is like a generalization. You know, like can minimum still be friends and sex not get in the way? But then I think now, the more we know about not just ourselves but our the world around us and the world that we live in, I think things are starting to become more streamlined individually and then more stories are being told and more experiences are being shared wherein actually sometimes there's a middle ground or actually sometimes yeah it doesn't work at all or sometimes oh it becomes like a relationship but then like that's again a case-by-case thing at least that's what i think i guess we should always have to think about like Think about how it affects you yeah, take care of I, yourself yeah, and yeah, think about how it affects other people. I'm going to listen back to this being like, was this, was I telling myself all? Like, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's kind of funny with the whole like, can you be friends without sex ruining it? It's like, where are we talking about though? Have you had sex already? Because that's, yeah. this, they play this game they play in this, this film game. where yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. They're talking about it before they've even had sex, yeah. and then they have sex, and, and then, then they realize, they, yeah. So it's like you but can play it on two different sides. Yeah, but then, like, but then this film is kind of like, oh, they have sex, they fall apart, but then they fall in love, you know? Yeah, sex makes kind of you like, fall in love. I was like, no, that doesn't work like that. That's my yeah. whole thing. I think that the whole 2019 lens thing. I was like, oh no, that's like yeah. a rom com thing. That's not what it's like <laughs> for men and women being friends, like. You know, I think it's very possible. It just depends on what you're into, though. Yeah. That's the thing. And, just, and that like, also disregards yeah. the gender spectrum. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, you can still be friends with people with either, you know, gender fluid, non-binary, trans identities. Yeah, and definitely. you still have that question there. It's not limited yeah. to the sort of, you know, cishet, like, friendships. Like, even, like, you know, being, I'm, a, I'm sure, like, queer people or people that are sort of into... Or or whose orientations are of like the same sex? I'm sure they posit that question as well. Can I yeah. like still be friends with that person mm-hmm. even if sex becomes like an issue? You know, so I feel like 
that's me applying the whole the yeah, yeah. 2019 look at things but it's yeah, still it's no. still like completely valid regardless of what your gender is but i feel like yeah i mean obviously men and women historically have struggled <laughs> yeah, to, be um, friends. to be friends i think it's case by case yeah depending on if you can handle it or not yeah and no, completely. not be like fucking weird yeah don't be fucking weird uh take care of yourself <laughs> look out for number one yeah i guess we can wrap it up i mean i, yeah. I don't think we've actually even answered that question i think no, we've probably think muddied the waters yeah. even more because now we're talking about like you know just particulars of like the but scenario. I think, yeah, but, that, but that's, that's, that's how you choose man. to answer the that's question. That's where we're at now. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I chose to answer the question. Yeah. I chose particulars because that's me talking from <laughs> yeah. what Your I've learned. Point of view, yeah. I knew, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, let us know what y'all think. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> can men and women be friends? Hit us up at the PCC podcast. Men and women's pretty binary, but yeah. <laughs> sorry. Or email us at podcast at Prince Arsenal. All right. So we can rephrase it. Can people just be friends? Can people be friends? Without fucking... <laughs> can people just... Sex is yeah. gross, guys. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> hey, you were just saying that why can't they just have friends earlier? Yeah, I know. You're I'm getting just... really, like, contradictory over here. Hey, I'm man. Confused. Hey, man. I'm confused. It's a spectrum. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, cool. I'm confused, man. Yeah. That's why I'm so depressed. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh. It's going to be an interesting edit later. <laughs> what the hell is going on in this episode? Yeah. Oh, God. So yeah, um, <laughs> this has been When Harry Met Sally. It's uh, screening for an entire yes. week from 35mm from it's, Friday the 16th yep. of August. Whole week. Whole week. Whole week. You can get your tickets at PrinceHawCinema.com. Yeah. Where can people find you, Jonathan? Yeah, I'm at Tall for All, T-A-L-L, mm-hmm. the number four, A-L-L, Tall for All, at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. you name it. Yeah. I'm there and I'm... In the garbage fire. Flame, a flamethrower taking it to my feed right now. Yeah. You can find me there. <laughs> John is on the front lines. Yeah, I'm on the front lines yeah. fighting the fires of With more Q-Nan. fire. <laughs> oh, no. You've said that. You said the, yeah. the words now. Scariness. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you and on. Yeah. Fuck, Fuck all. all y'all. Fuck all y'all. Fuck y'all. Fuck all y'all. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> Best line from Forgot About Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah i'm cutting that out um <laughs> yeah you can call you can find me at uh tall for all t-a-l-l the number four all and uh i'm on facebook twitter and instagram and i'm having fun times <laughs> john's having a great time <laughs> where can they find you uh you can find me at ariane and indita i'm not gonna spell that out because you should know already by now listeners um and i'm on twitter and instagram and that's also my website so if you ever want to you know hit me up yeah hit me up there hit her up yeah. Come see her do comedy. Come see me do comedy. I'm not doing comedy until the end of the month because I'm really tired and I'm taking a break. <laughs> so, Reminder that I'm playing a gig on Friday the 13th of September. Which is also my birthday. <laughs> yeah. So you can come say happy birthday to Ari. Yeah. And come and see John play some music. Play. <laughs> and you can say happy birthday to me by coming to say, I want to see the jerk. Can you give me a ticket to the jerk? Yeah, to at Ari. The Prince Cinema at Kia. You're not gonna be here. Yeah, I'm not gonna be here. Um, but you go to the, <laughs> on the day. You can what you earlier. do is you get you get your train ticket or your bus ticket. However you get to the cinema, you yeah. get here, pull out that membership card, and you tell them, "Hey, I want a ticket to the jerk." And then you go upstairs. I'll be up there, and you can say hi, happy birthday. And then after the film, we're gonna go get some drinks. We're gonna get blitz. Yeah. On Steve Martin. Uh, Bernadette Peters, Tonight You Belong to Me, singing it 
to the rooftops it's legit at the call? Phoenix. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> Just bringing it full circle. Yeah, it is. It's all full circle, man. Carl mm-hmm. Reiner, Rob Reiner. Yeah. It says it was an episode made to be. I have oh. no idea what the hell is going to happen. Whoa. But um, Whoa. I did forget a little bit of something. What did you forget? Snack time. Oh, God, yes. I have not eaten anything. Were Harry and Sally, were they a good combo? You bought. Because <laughs> I've got combos. Oh, yeah. I actually really love combos. ASMR, give me some of that. Oh yeah. Yeah, we got combos, ladies and gentlemen. Um yeah, oh, so That's so beautiful. Hopefully this episode's good. Yeah. Sorry if it wasn't. So leave a like, review, review, subscribe. Tell your friends. Five star on Instagram. What? I don't know. Five, leave it a five star review on iTunes if you enjoyed yeah. it. Leave us the amount of stars that you think we deserve. Yeah, and you can find us collectively as a podcast. Yes. You can hit us up about your feelings about this film, what we've talked about, anything and everything you want to talk about yeah. at the PCC Podcast on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or you, you can, can send us an email. at podcast at princelarcinema.com. Yeah. And uh, just send us something. Say yeah, hi. Say hi. Tell us uh, how we're doing. Tell us how you're doing. Tell us how you're doing. It's Let's, important we all check in on yeah, each other. <laughs> we we got to know, man. That's important stuff. Um, people need to come together and be stronger together yes. and be more open with uh, their feelings and things mm-hmm. that are going on in their life. Yeah. Um, we're never going to judge you. Yeah. And uh, we're always open ears and open arms. Completely. Um, for any breakdowns, as long as um, it's not during the jerk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is train wrecked. This is, I'm sorry. Like, this ending is so train wrecked. Yeah, now. it's the combos. I have no idea what's going on. It's because we didn't have snacks in the beginning. Yeah, I know. We fucked it up. But- <laughs> Just rolling here, aren't we? Yeah. But okay, that's it from us. Yeah, that's it from us. You guys have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.